Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We have a very special guest in studio. And I was introduced to this gentleman on the outstanding Showtime series action. He was involved. Kelly Stewart was involved. And for a guy who is a friend of the community that, you know, uses a lot of that stuff on my show here... I thought it'd be the perfect time to have him in studio, have some fun, and let it rip a little bit. Billy Krakenberger, he's rocking and rolling. He's here in the Tri-State area, and he's a big FAN guy. I didn't know that, Bill. Man, I grew up on WFAN. Like, like when, I, when I was a kid, uh, my, my wife reminded me of it today when we were driving. She's like, when we were dating, you don't remember driving to Atlantic City? You wouldn't listen to music. You listened to the fan. I listened to Steve Summers and, the, like, the schmoozer and Mike and the Mad Dog in the daytime. And, I mean, yeah, this this was, like, like I said to you before, uh, off air, I, I've done so many ESPN shows, different podcasts around the country, and I'm more excited to be here tonight. Well, that's what I love to hear. Oh, we're man. happy to have you here in studio, and we're going to get to the cord. We're going to get to the college cord. We're going to get to your strategies, but your life now, because I'm introduced to you on that action documentary. I'm sure a lot of others who are into, you know, betting games on Saturday and Sunday met you for the first time. So simple question. How much has your life changed since that documentary was introduced on it's Showtime? It's amazing what the power of TV is. You're right. Uh, especially if I walk through a casino, especially a sports book. Someone's going to stop me, ask me for a game, or, hey, man, I'll take a picture. And it's, it's cool. It's really nice. It's humbling, too. I try to help everyone I can. I try not to give one game out to someone because you don't want to, you know, there's only a small edge on sports betting. You only have a couple percent edge. On, uh, particularly, I only have a few percent edge. So, um, you know, you give them one game, you only have a three, four, five percent edge. I like to tell them you have to go long term. It's money management. It's bankroll management. There's a lot more involved. The biggest thing for sports bettors, and I always tell them ahead of time, listen, if you lose this bet, doesn't mean you have to bet the game tonight because it's on TV. They love betting the night game, no matter what. And if they lose Sunday that, night, Monday night, oh my God, it. the Monday night's still here. Don't worry. And you know, the old New York way to bet years ago when I was a kid, 30 years ago, what you did was the bookmakers used to all used to stop betting on Monday and settle up. So you actually went Tuesday to Monday. And when I was a kid, the Monday night was the bailout game. So everyone was doubling up trying to get out. And it wasn't even called betting. When you used to call your bets and you used to say, give me 10 times, each time was $5. So it's the old, the old school books notice five times, 10 times, 20 times. It was, it was so different. Now it's more of a business. Now it's mainstream. Now sports betting's accepted. Now well, think about it, Bill on this radio station, five years ago, six years ago, doing weekly gambling spots would be frowned upon now yeah. because everybody has the apps. Everybody's getting involved. It's now all over these broadcasts. NFL is going to put up the point spread. ESPN is going to put up the point spread. How much do you get the sense that the, you know, the acceptance is now? Yeah, totally how different. much has that changed, you think, from, you, would, you know, be, 10 years ago? You're going to be shocked at what I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I'm actually against it to a certain point. 
I hate that these kids that are growing up now just think, oh, my God, I grew up on Shaq and Kobe, and now LeBron and Kawhi, I can handicap games. Oh, my God, I can bet on it legally? That's unbelievable. It's not that easy. These are some very hard sports bets to beat, and it, be, it can become very problematic for people. So you have to know you keep this as a fun thing. Like, you know, someone goes to the mall, they go shopping, they go to movies, they go on vacation. They're having fun with their dollars. Recreation. Recreation, entertainment value. This is not... This is not for the faint-hearted. This is not for people that it's so easy to get caught up in in, in overbetting and, and overbetting your bankroll. And, and some of the sharpest guys in the world even do it. So if the sharp guys get caught up in overbetting and stuff, I know the rookies or the amateurs can do it. I try to help them and say, listen, there's, there's ways to do it. And, um, you know, there's free articles written everywhere. I have a ton of articles on this, just, you know, just on the Internet about bankroll management and strategy to keep your money long-term in your pocket and not just gamble because something's on TV. And then again, I say don't even sweat the games. I know it's hard to do. Everyone loves well, to sweat I was going to ask because I'm the opposite. It's maybe my personality more yeah. than anything else. I love to play poker. I don't have the best poker face. I'm sure. just an emotional kind of guy. Yes. And that's why I do what I do. Sure. But I have a buddy who is a big-time handicapper, not to your extent, but it does not matter the amount he has on the game. He's stone cold. You don't know if he's down thousands of dollars or up thousands of dollars. So for you, you try to keep that level-headed approach day in and day out, I'm sure. I got to meet this guy. You're yeah. telling me. He's right up your alley. You have a friend Eagle that Eye doesn't picks. go you crazy like and go throw things and get mad or anything. No, oh, I love him. That's, that's the exact Godfather temperament. Godfather-esque, right? That's the exact temperament you need to be a professional in any kind of you know gambling, but especially sports betting. Um, I, that that's very rare. Everyone sweats the games. They get mad and they get emotional. And the next game they want to bet the double up to get even. And they just say to me, they just say, not to me, they just say, let me get out and I'll be even and I'm done for the week. That's what they do in the casinos too, though. You're playing blackjack. Let me bet a big hand. Let me get out of here even. That's what you're praying to do. That's what the casinos are actually making their money on. They're making money on the guys that are over betting or betting too long or just trying to get even and get out of there. Okay, how did you get introduced into the sports wagering sphere? How did you get your start, give or take? It's a birthright on the East Coast. I grew up in an Italian-Hungarian family, an old-fashioned family of all gamblers. So at Thanksgiving night, when the kids went to sleep, New Year's Eve, the kids go to sleep, the adults break out. My, my parents both gambled, and they both come up in gambling families. The, the, the men would all play uh, Pinochle or, or Continental. The ladies would all play Gin or Bridge or something like that. And uh, that that's just, you know, I grew up in a town where Kingsburg, New Jersey, a little small boardwalk town. We pitched quarters against the post office at night. We we, we literally played head-to-head blackjack on the beach uh, at, uh, on the boardwalk. It was just in my blood, and I was a sucker like everyone else. It took someone to take me and shake me and say, Bill, this is the way to make money. So uh, it took. It, I was in a casino once uh, playing a blackjack machine, which was a, 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 it actually had an advantage. It had a surrender feature. By the way, it was only a dollar a hand, four quarters a hand, and it had a surrender feature on it. So you can actually surrender so if your you hand. you had that 16, that 15 yeah, against the 10, get the hell out of that. Surrender, and you get 50% of your bet back, right? This machine had a fault in it where it gave you your whole dollar back. So if you don't like your hand, start over. So I literally started out with a couple grand, and I made like eight grand in two nights. They threw us all off the machines, though, after they knew this whole bank of machines is still going at 3 in the morning. So there was a fault in the machine giving you back the surrender money. The guy that sat next to me, I still knock on wood, and thank God to him, 
he was a professional sports better. He just started out, and he was betting with some places offshore in England and, and uh, Jamaica. And he said, you know, if you have a local bookmaker and, you, you know, you can middle and scalp games. This is this is the mid-'90s where you could scalp and middle games a lot. What that means is you're actually betting both ways. You're betting minus three and then coming back and betting plus six. Uh, in, in whatever region, based on the bias of the region, you can you, you know you can actually middle games. That's how I built up my first bankroll. He taught me positive sports betting. This is a business. He's still alive today, and I'm still very close. I went. I was partners with him. The next ten years, we were partners on sports betting. Incredible! It's unbelievable. Absolutely incredible. So your strategy over the years, and you are always, and we saw this in the action documentary, looking to get. The best possible line you can. If you're out in Vegas and you know there's a particular line a certain way, you're finding your way to that casino because you feel it's such an advantage for you. How did that strategy, analyzing the numbers, going about certain trends, how did that form over time? Well, you know, in the beginning, when I first started out, uh, you know, be, being around Frank, I watched him. He was my ex-partner. And, and I watched him, what he did. I watched that, how, how disciplined he was. The discipline was unbelievable. That's what I picked up on right away. So uh, Frank actually taught me a lot of things, uh, the basics of, of sports betting and shopping lines. So important. So you don't just want two sports books. Like I have a screen up here. It's, it's a live odd service from every single sports book, including the casinos in Las Vegas. So every single sports book, their lines up live line, which you, I'm going to turn to you so you can just Say it. Oh, that's impressive. This is, this is the Bible. I need that. By this, the way. this is like a day trading. You got to share that, man. I yeah. need this. This, this, is, this is, the, is amazing. This is the Bible. It's every single casino, every single sports book. The live line, the black ones, the one that when it when it turns black, it it moved in the last five minutes. If anything's red, it just moved in the last thirty seconds. So. I have to know there's indicators in the market that I see that I know which way the line's going before anybody else. And then there's my team. There's a team. We have a team of three, depending on what sport, three or four guys, three or four of us. And we actually originate a lot of this stuff. These guys are guys that develop models, algorithms, very super sophisticated systems. Um, not just trends. You know, I hate when I see these touts go on talking about trends and you know, oh, the the New England Patriots have have won uh, you know twenty eight in a row or twenty have covered twenty eight in the last twenty nine going back whatever. This is a different ball club ten years ago, or it could be any team. Washington Redskins. Yeah, I have to. If you want to do a trend, fine. You want to do a trend? I need a trend this season with the current ball club. I don't want a trend back from two, three years ago. It's some of the biggest scams these guys on Twitter and social media try to talk about trends and talk about this and that. By the way, that's another whole subject in itself, maybe another show. There's so many guys on social media trying to say they're so good. These They, they don't have back-tested models and methods. You don't know these guys. They're hiding under anonymity. I, I try to help the public stay away from a lot of these guys, man. You don't want to be a you have you want to track someone, track their record, let them post their plays, and then you make your own decisions. And down you know, the what, line. Bill, that's a great point. For better or worse, and I don't try to be a guy's a scam artist here. I'm a sports talk host first. I dabble, have some fun with this on the side because it's a passion of mine. It's something I love. We don't run and hide from the record. The record is what it is, and you know I go about things a certain way. Where for me, you know, I try to based my knowledge of what I watch week in and week out, and then I look at, okay, a line opens a certain way. Public money coming in a certain way. Sometimes the line, let me ask you about line movement. That's a question I get quite a bit because people will hear me say 70% of the tickets are coming in on, let's say, I don't know, the Houston Texans Thursday night. Line goes from 5.5 to 3.5. When I see something like that, it leads me to believe that sharp guys, somebody like you per se, is going in, placing a sizable wager. That line is lowered. 
More often than not, those are the sort of signs I like to see when I'm placing a wager down. So do you take that into account at all, or do you like to be the guy that is setting the line movement? I'll tell you right now, I do six to ten shows, podcasts a week. You're already one step ahead, JJ, because you mentioned stuff about line movement. Most of the guys don't even know what that is or what the opening line is. Opening line to closing line, see where it's going, follow the sharp sports books that originate the lines. There's only a couple of them now. You know, people think always is a Vegas line, quote unquote. The line doesn't come from Vegas. The line comes from San Jose, Costa Rica. The sports books in Vegas copy that line. However, there is one new sports book in Vegas called Circa. Derek Stevens, good friend of mine, owns three casinos out there. And, uh, they are taking a bet here. They're opening lines first on a lot of the NFL and college games before anybody else. So there's a new trend just happened in the last six months. But the opening line, you could just track opening to closing, and you hit it right on the head. I look at the, I look at the opening line of, of a place like Pinnacle or Chris, which is the sharper sportsbook lines offshore, and it opened four and a half, even five. And now tonight it closed three and a half. That shows me that the Colts took a lot of money. And the Colts took sharp money, not just money, because um, – the, the, let's face it. The line comes out. The sharp guys actually shape the line. They'll, yeah. they'll actually shape the line. Then they'll start booking real money on the line. When when the, when those lines first come out, they're only for a small amount of money. The real money comes in midweek, end of week. But the, the but some of the guys, there's competition out there. There's a lot of different syndicate groups. There's not just one guy that's betting the lines. We have to fight sometimes with other groups uh, for our bets. So I would actually follow that line. See where it's going, and maybe you get a slow, a slower-moving sports book you can jump on. This is just basically market handicapping. I don't have to know a single player on Indianapolis. I don't have to know anyone on Houston. All I can do is follow the market because I'm in this to make money, not to be a fan of a team. My allegiance went out the door, you know, back with the '86 Mets. I'm in this to make money. My allegiance is my bankroll now. So you really have to follow those lines. And when I said, when one of the points I was going to get to here, there's a lot of slow, slow-moving sports books out there, you know. And that's let's face it, that's these new sports books in New Jersey, and there is some square sports books in Las Vegas. They have so much money on the favorites, they can't move the line. You, I, I'm just looking here on the screen. There's two sports books out here that had fours and fours minus four minus twenty on this game when there was three and a half. Minus 05, which means offshore at Pinnacle, you had to lay three and a half. You had to lay a dollar fifteen. Really? Yes. Wow. Where in Vegas, I could have got plus four minus 05 because that sports book is for a place like Stations or William Hill. They get so much money from the square public. Now, even though they're smaller bets, 15, 100 bucks, the amount of volume on those little bets equals so much money that they have to get back. They have to have some of the guys in there taking the other side to even their book. The idea behind the idea behind a line, actually, if you're originating bookmaker, you want to put up a line that's going to get equal two-way action. It's it's very impossible to do. But you want to put up a line that you can get two-way action on, you can get both sides of the ball. Doesn't happen that way, especially in college sports. College football coming up this weekend, when you have a, a cross sports area like you have now, college football, college basketball, NBA, NFL, they can't get 150 lines right on a Saturday. So I am real big on jumping all over the sports books when there's all these lines. Because it's only, like I said, it's one or two sports books coming up with these lines. They can't get that many lines right. It's impossible. So what my guys do is 
We literally look at the smaller schools. Why, why, you know, everyone else is looking at the giant schools like Alabama, LSU, or Notre Dame. We're looking at a lot of times, we're looking at like literally Holy Cross, Alabama, AM, or, you know, even in, in. Because you can beat the bookmaker that way. Oh, definitely. I, they're, they're, you know, there's so much information on a big school like Alabama compared to a little school that you can, you know, like even, even the Hawaii game, the, the midnight game, people don't sometimes don't pay attention to it or whatever. There's a lot of smaller schools. There's extra games. There's write ins. Mercer, Abilene, Samford, Western Carolina. These have, these, all these games have lines on them. And sports books take bets on them, but the information out there in the public in media is is not it's not easy to find compared to the bigger teams. So I'm looking. Listen, I always say this: I am making a living out here. I'm looking to make a living here. I'm looking to support my family, help my friends, help everyone around me. I'm not looking to gamble. I actually am really the gambler that gambles without gambling. There you go. You're making a business for you. We have Billy Krakenberger, the professional handicapper. You saw him on the documentary Action on Showtime, which was sensational. So, Bill. We have a good majority of the audience that is listening to this show that is what you call your casual better. They're betting football Sundays. They're betting college football Saturdays. Maybe a Monday night play, maybe a Thursday night play. They're not going to be looking at it from the professional sphere. Biggest piece of advice you could give that casual better as they're going to the window, let's say Sunday at 12 o'clock at the FanDuel Sportsbook. There is, I was there this morning, actually. You know, um, there is free line services you don't have to pay anything for. I pay for a live line service. It's it's a, it's very expensive. But there are free ones out there you can look at. Um, just search free line service. I, you know, put your money in a few different apps. Put it in FanDuel. Put it in Sport. You can go right to the Metalines like I did this morning. I, I funded my FanDuel and I fund, funded PointsBet. Oh, and by the way. When you fund these places, make sure you get the bonuses because um, they're offering a $500 free bet at, at FanDuel now, and PointsBet gives you 1000 bucks free. So there's start, you're start, if you put 1000 in, you're getting $1,000 in free bets. By the way, that's only two. There's another 15 in New ben Jersey. In America, you can listen right here on they're the all, fan. We do a show Sunday morning. Oh, and they're all giving money out, whether it's 50 bucks free bet or whatever it is, $200 free bet. Uh, there's so many good opportunities out there just to give you a head start. Now you want to get you want to actually take your apps on the weekend. Whatever bet you're going to make, make sure you check all. If you fund three different apps with a thousand bucks each, five hundred bucks each, check all your apps. Make sure you're getting the best line. Don't just bet because you have money in that app. That's the biggest thing. Listen, I know people love to touch their money when the game's over. I understand. People now in New Jersey, it's eighty-five percent app betting going on right now. But listen. It's not window betting. It's app betting. Listen, you can get your money when you're when the game's over or whatever it may be. You can just put a process in. You can, a FanDuel takes an hour just to go to the cage and get your money. Um, that's that's the number one complaint I hear about. Oh man, I like to get my money after the game. I like to go to Mammoth Park and you know get get my tickets after the game. Listen, fine. You're doing it to have fun. You're doing it to enjoy yourself. If you're doing this just to try to sharpen yourself up. Please go out and get a couple different apps and a couple different line sets. It's very important. Those half points are so key to success, especially around the three and the seven in the NFL. And, you know, something I'll recommend now, I really don't know. I haven't looked this season. If you can buy off or on the three for an extra 20 cents, it's mathematically worth it. So if you're going to have it, you want a team plus three? Well, think about the Texans and the Colts. Yeah. Line ends up at three and a half. You had the Colts, let's say, at three and a half. You end up winning the bet, obviously. If you liked Houston, you buy a half point, you don't lose the bet. Bill Krakenberger cannot lose that game tonight.
There's no way. I'm pushing. The worst I'm doing is pushing on that game because I'm buying the three uh, on Houston. It's the number one number that comes out more than any other number. Games are decided by three points. More important to buy on three or seven. Three. Okay. Three's number one. Seven's number two. There are key numbers. Three, seven, four. Ten. Six, ten. Ten's next. And let's let's use last week's game. Arizona, San Francisco. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> a couple yeah. of guys I know were big on the Cardinals, and I don't think it gets worse than that. You try to keep it very cool, calm, collected. You have a sizable wager on a game like that, and it doesn't end up going your way. That's got to be really hard to do. Well, that that game especially, the, the rules this year, what's happening in the NFL is unbelievable. Um, and, and, you know, it's – they they're calling New York, so you think now it's actually there's more of my and it's more of a microscope and uh, on this stuff, and and the decisions are getting worse. It doesn't make any sense. Like that game when he landed on his back, the ball popped out. He's down. No one even reviewed it. Let's get out of here. Let's not let these guys go home. You know, it makes the listener and the viewer, it makes them think games are fixed. And I hate when people say that to me. All oh, these games are fixed. You know why games are fixed in your eyes? Because you're only looking at the game from your side of the ball. The guy that's been in the opposite side of that, that's a perfect example saying, oh, it's not fixed. It was supposed to happen like that. You're only looking at the game from your side. Games aren't fixed. I mean, yes, there's a rare instance where you get a ref like the basketball guy, Donnie, or you get something going on. Um, there's some talk now about this Louisiana Tech game two weeks ago about some injuries coming out and the line moving four points. But, listen, as far as fixes go, that that that's crazy. I, I don't believe in that at all. But uh, I will tell you, though, perfect example, that's another game that no one should have lost. They should have pushed. But yet I had guys tweeting me saying, hey, Bill, I took nine. They, they showed me. I had two different guys that showed me five team parlays. The last team was Arizona plus nine and oh, a half. Geez. You can't take nine and a half. There's tens. There was four sports books in Vegas with a 10. You can't take nine and a half in that game. I just, it's unbelievable seeing that. It sickens me that people lost their parlay 50 bucks to win 600 or $700 because they took nine and a half instead of 10. Let's touch on a couple of these games here in the NFL because sure. a lot of the audience it's big NFL people. Oh, so I, I know. That's the let's start thing. with the two local teams. You got the Jets who have won back-to-back games. They beat two hideous teams. The Giants are hideous. The Redskins are hideous. They're a three-point dog at home against the Raiders. And Bill, I don't know if you feel the same way I do. Anytime I can take points a West home. Coast team coming to the East Coast, and I'm getting points with the East Coast team, is that one of those like Angel rules of thumb where it comes into play and could be there very a, useful. There was a crazy stat there. You're right, JJ, about primetime home dogs. When you the primetime teams on TV that were home dogs, but even more so when it was a West to East Coast road team coming in. So you that still can work to a certain degree. Um, I actually don't know the stats on it recently, um, but I know that the Jets. Listen, the Jets beat. The Jets beat Dallas like a, a, a few couple weeks, weeks ago, yeah. a few weeks back. When they beat Dallas, I said, "Wow, this is a turning point for this Jet team." Dallas is like they're 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 expected to win their division. The Jets, but then I, I think they lost to New, well, New England. The New England, the New England Ghost Jacksonville, game, Miami. and then the Miami game. The Miami and you knew they were losing to Miami. It opened at six and a half, went to three. Yes, Dolphins won that game outright. I'm a Dolphin fan, so I know you that. follow the line there. See that that that's really following the line there. You you kind of knew what something was up there. So I, I don't know what's going on with this Jet team at all. Um, so that would be a stay away for you, Jets and Raiders Sunday. You wouldn't play that? Yeah, you know, um, I, I would probably stay away from the game. But if I'm betting anything on that game, if my, if I have a side, that game opened up three and a half. Now it's three. So I would lean to the dog in that game, if anything. But right now I do not have a bet on the game. You know what's a good way to go about that? 
places that have parlay cards. There's, there's casinos that have parlay cards. The parlay card comes out on Wednesday, and it stays right until Sunday. So that card is the same card five days later, four days later. Well, on that card is a three and a half. So by game time, if this line's three or even two and a half, it's not a bad idea to put three of those teams together that you get in the extra half of points, especially around that key number of three like this Jet game. Very juicy. Okay, so the Giants opened as a seven-point dog in Chicago, and the Bears have all this turmoil. The quarterback has been awful. I mean, they pass up on Mahomes. They pass up on Watson. They uh, trade up and get Mitchell Trubisky as bad as it gets. But money coming in on the Giants, Billy, at 63%. Line has moved the point. For me, this is a complete stay away. I'm not going anywhere near this game. Giants, Bears, thoughts? You know, and, and it did. You're right. It opened up seven and six now at, at the major sports books. And I, there's a couple major sports books for me. Not just offshore either. Pinnacles won, but in Vegas, the Westgate, some of the sharpest sports guys in the world at the Westgate. Those guys are sports betters. That makes them sharp. It's the Superbook. It's a really big book there. That sports book also six, leaning towards you have to lay 115 on the dog there. So there's some indicators that I like. Um, you know, I just don't know what's going on with the Giants. I really don't. They, they, they. Um, I actually bet them versus the Cardinals at home. I had them in my parlay. I cards. had that game too. Oh my god! I was like, "What's going on here?" You complete no show. I actually watched the game. the game too. I was like, "Wow, this is tough to do." Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because we see this in action where you are so involved, you're so entrenched. This is your livelihood, but. At times, you're like Billy Bean. Billy Bean used to do the same thing, the Oakland A's GM. Yep. His team would be playing. He'd go work out during the game because he couldn't handle it. And it would be, you know, therapeutic for him to go work out, see what happens after the fact. That way, emotion doesn't come into play. You'll do that with some of your plays. One of my favorite movies. I love I love that movie, Moneyball. Um, I'll actually, you know, I, I didn't act in action. I let the cameras follow me. When I told those guys I'm going to get a manicure, they were like, what? I say, I'm going to get a manicure. I'll, I'll get the results after. I don't have to watch the games. I only want to watch the games if I actually want to bet live. It's really good to bet live. You know the injuries. You know the flow of the game, especially a basketball game. But football games, you know you know, you know what's going on. You have to have the live wagering screen up, and you have to watch the game because you only want to bet during commercials. That's a great point that I just brought up to myself for, for the listener. You know, they're, they're new to this. This is a new jurisdiction. It's only a year old. And the old. live betting. I mean, everybody's involved Everyone loves it. live betting. They do. I'll just tell you now, guys. Make sure you do not bet live betting without watching a game during a commercial. Do not bet during the game. There's a 7 to 10 second delay on you if you're from the screen to you. So they have a little bit of an advantage on you. I'm not saying nobody's cheating or anything, but you just I, – I'm a little cynical. I want to know that I'm betting live and I'm really betting live. So make sure you know. You get put in a queue, too. It stalls you. Live betting live betting is only to be done during commercials, just to let you know. Very, very important. When it comes to an NFL or a college card, do you like locking in the plays earlier in the week and then going back and then seeing if you could find some value, maybe middling it, whatnot? Or do you wait maybe till Thursday or Friday and get a better number then? How do you go about that? Fantastic question. I can't get enough money down for me and my team early in the week. Uh, so we, no, the answer is no. We don't middle. We don't middle or scalp unless there's an injury, unless there's something we heard, unless weather. Weather comes into play too. Um, covering a lot of stuff on this show, you're getting some great stuff because uh, the weather is a great thing. People now, it's starting to get real cold out here. It's getting cold in a lot of these places where, where the games are taking place. When you see snow. And they say, we're on air, uh, you know, and then you see there's snow on the field and you get right on the phone or run right on your app and say, oh, my God, I got to go. I got to bet under in this game because of the snow or this. Let me tell you something. It's not the right thing to do. 
the public over, over automatically overreacts. They all bet under. It's not right. Follow the, the line. Footing, the footing is the main thing there. The wind is the key. If there's no major wind where the quarterback can't throw a ball, then the under comes to play. However, because of turnovers, because of variance, actually after the move, like a Patriot game, you see it, uh, you know, snow up in Foxborough. You see like a half a foot of snow. You say, oh, my God, this is crazy. I got about the under. Automatically, it always happens. This happens every single game If you, when they see snow on national TV. They go and they bet the under. Everyone copies. Every single sports book moves at a point, two points, three points. The right thing to do is actually to come in and bet the over right at kickoff, right before kickoff, at the better number, because historically, you actually get the money there more often than not betting the over in those kind of conditions. Bill Krakenberger, he's in studio with us. We're running through the NFL and college, giving you some betting strategies from a guy who knows a thing or two about placing a wager and winning some money as a professional handicapper seen on the Showtime documentary action. So, Bill NFL, your favorite player to this week. Is that one that comes to mind? You know, there's a lot of some garbage games early in the day. Hey, that don't matter. But at nighttime, though, there's, Juicy. Some, there's some good. I looked at the last, like, four or five games. Dallas, New England. Yes. Dallas, Bay, New England. San Fran. Bay, San Fran. Monday. And here's the Monday night game. Perfect example. You know everybody and their mother is betting the Ravens, right? Right. To me, I think you go the other way there. If I'm playing that game, it's Rams and Pats for I me. I can show you my note on the Rams. I'm actually looking for three and a half, which there are three and a half out You can Vegas. find the three and a half. There's three and a half at one. Two, three spots in Las Vegas have plus three and a half, minus 15, minus 20. I think that's the way to go in that game. I know everyone thinks Baltimore, they've been rolling over people, and they look like, let me, let's me let face it, look like one of the best teams in they football. They look like a they, Super Bowl they, contender. Super Bowl right? contender. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I, I am looking to, now that, that game is one of the rare games this week that I'm actually looking to bet. I'm actually looking to bet the dog there. I'm looking to bet against the public there, because let, let me tell you, I think this game, it opened at three and a half, went down to three at a couple spots. I think it'll even go back up a little bit because uh, the public's not going to be in there betting on Baltimore. And listen, the Rams aren't the Rams that they were in the Super Bowl last year. We all know that. Um, they're, they're not not as good. They uh, Every time I look at them, this team, I'm expecting more out of them. Kind of like there's some other teams the same way in, in the NFL. Jacksonville I thought was going to be better. There's so many teams I thought were going to be better. The Eagles I thought were going to be better. Um, I definitely figured that the Rams were going to, you know, try to uh, come back off that bad Super Bowl last year, and it doesn't seem like they're doing it. Every week is you, you don't know which team you're going to get. I think they get up for this game, national TV, Monday night. Listen, when I say this, I'll literally bet, uh, you know, a, a, a literally one-tenth of what I'll bet on a college game, but I'm probably going to bet this game. And you would wait. For anybody who likes the Rams, would you wait until Monday night? I, I would probably. I think the Baltimore side. And if it doesn't, you know, I'm looking here. Minus three, minus 20, minus three, minus 20, minus three, minus a quarter. That means you can actually get the plus three and a half, minus 15. So make sure you get that hook. And also, you always want to get by when the total, the lower the total is, the more likelihood that it's going to land on that number. So if you have a total of 55 or 52 compared to 46 on this game, or even there's a 37 this week, uh, unbelievably, on a Denver game, you want to make sure that you're actually um, uh, buying on those lower total games. Because what that means is it's supposed to, it's predicted to be a lower scoring game. Okay, Dallas New England, great game. Six and a half oh is the God. line now. Opened at seven. Money always going to come in on the Pats, but then again, Bill, money's always coming in on the Cowboys. They're one of those publicly bet type teams. You have a read on that game at all? Well, listen, I know one thing. 
the the uh, the the TV stations and everyone would love this to be the Super Bowl. These oh, for te- sure. These two right teams. Uh, that that's they're like America's team and America's real team. So um, it, it's going to be a very big game for the network. If it was the Super Bowl, I, I, I would be buying Dallas to the plus seven on this game. Um, it's again six and a half. Just so happens we're talking about key numbers. I, I don't buy on any other numbers except for three and seven. So we're we're using another game with a, a seven. And uh, I lean to Dallas there, but I probably won't have a bet. New England, are they one of those teams that, like, you'll see, like, Gillette Stadium, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and say, I can't bet against them when they're at home? Boy, that, that, but then again, you're paying a premium for that. Yeah. You get taxed when you bet a team like New England, no matter what. But then again, it doesn't matter. It seems like they roll every week. Now, they ran into a little they, – they, they ran into a couple teams here recently, but it doesn't matter. They're the best combination. They, they perform miracles on the field. Um, I guess I don't like betting against them, but I don't ever bet on them. So I'm, I'm, my, my likelihood is more to bet against New England, knowing I'm getting an extra half a point, especially those square books, especially a book like William Hill or, or Stations or Coast out in Vegas uh, or even some of the square apps here. Look, look at the fan duel. Look at, well, look, because everybody's going and putting their money down on the Patriots. Yes. Like everybody this week is going to put their money on New England. Yes. They're going to put their money on Baltimore. And I'll give you another game. Explain this one to me, Phil. And I think a lot of sharp bettors are going to be on the opposite side here. Buffalo and Denver. This line opened at five and a half. The Bills are a much better team, hands down. That line is now down to four points. Yeah, it, it's actually, uh, I'm looking at my screen. The sharp, One of the sharper sports books in the world has a three and a half. Really? So, yeah, right. I have I have my screen set up with the, the five top sports books that are sh- in order of sharpness. Uh, Pinnacles being minus four. Uh, plus 03, which you have to lay 13 on the dog. Um, one of these ones, Chris, has minus three and a half. So I, I look at that book as a pretty sharp book. And, uh, yeah, th- these two teams, too, um, it seems like I never – Buffalo is definitely much better than they were. Uh, we had season total over last year. on. I don't bet a lot of season win totals, but I, I bet over on Buffalo last year it got there. Um, this is one of the plays that I actually made already this week. You're going to hear about this. Um, I bet over in this game. I bet okay. Over. Over 37. I like to bet more totals than sides, and I like to bet proposition bets too, but that's a whole nother story. But, um, yeah, you, you're right. This is, this is a, it's, it's a tough game on the side here. Uh, I, I went over 37, and that's probably the only number you'd buy to on a total. You never want to buy on totals, just on. But if there's a th- like 37 and a half and it's minus 05, you can buy over 37 minus 05. I would do that, and that's the way I went in this game. Uh, however, I don't have a side in this game, but I do see it open up five, five and a half, down to three and a half at some of the sharper sports books. All right, you're a big college guy, so before we get you out of here, yeah. you got to share a play or two for the audience that is near and dear to your heart this week. Sure, let's see. I don't. This is so crazy because I've been running around the country here. I don't even know if this game tipped yet. Um, let's see. Oh, you give me a basketball player. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, I say tip, tip, tip this football. Tip, kickoff. Yeah, it's all the tip, same. Tips, kickoff. Semantics. You yeah, know that, bro. No. Um, let's see. Yes, Colorado State is, is still you can get plus seven. That's tomorrow night, by the way. Uh, Colorado State plus seven is, is a play I I, I made uh, earlier in the week. Uh, I bet a favorite. I bet Wake Forest over Duke. I laid six and a half. It's seven now, but um, yeah. So these are some of the games that I've that I've bet. But you have to get the right number on these games. It's very important to get the right number, um, especially later in the season. I'll bet less and less as the season goes on. Just to let you know, a college football game where I would bet five figures on early in the season, I'm not betting five figures on now. The bookmakers have seen these teams too many times. I bet less and less as the season goes on. As a matter of fact, when it comes to... You want to have that advantage. Yes, when it comes to the bowl games and stuff, I'll even bet literally 
less than I, I'm betting on, on other sports at the time. Uh, I'll bet more on a golf matchup than I will on a bowl game sometimes. So uh, I bet less and less because the bookmakers see these numbers, see these teams week after week. They get a better grasp on the market. So it's better to bet more money early in the season when people don't know about these teams and, and the bookmakers don't know about these teams. How much do you like doing this sort of stuff now? Now that you have all of this acclaim, being on the action documentary, you're not just the professional better. You kind of got a little superstardom to you. You, like, you enjoy the fact that, you know, going on platforms, talking about this, doing this sort of stuff. I feel like you're into it. I love helping people. I'm a product of my parents. My dad and mom always, that, that's the way they raised me, to help. They help people. I, I love helping people. So I try to help people and let them know what's out there and that, listen, it's not as easy as you think to make money betting sports. So don't listen to a lot of these charlatans and snake oil salesmen. Like I said on action, make sure you know what you're doing. Make sure you listen to me when I say, don't follow these guys blindly on Twitter that have never had a back-tested method. I like helping people there. I like telling them about the key numbers. How about proposition bets on NFL? There's primetime games on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday now. That's a great way to bet uh, the, the games. I'll have prop bets every single game where I won't even have a side or a total on a game. So it's good to know where you're to shop the props also. Towards game time, if you're looking to bet under on a lot of the players, that's when you want to bet it. Almost toward, almost when the game kicks off because you're going to get a better number from all the squares. Listen, it's real simple. Everyone goes and watches these games. They're rooting for points. They're rooting for overs. They're happy. They're excited. They're in a sports book. Easy. So that means the sports books are forced to overmove the line to get some money back on the under. And that's that's a blanket statement for almost every sport and every kind of bet. Well, you want to follow Bill on Twitter, at Bill Crackman, at CrackWins. Download the Crack Wins app. It's available on both Apple and Google Play. You'll get inside the world of Crackman with his weekly picks, along with great betting strategies, tips, and insider content. Vison Bleacher Report. He's on the You Better You Bet, which is Every part week. of the family here. Oh, Radio.com. I hope that we can do this again. I'm Anytime. so glad we had you in studio. Anytime. I know you're hanging out, and I know you're not in love with watching all games. Well, one of these Sundays, you got to come and watch the games with us. Anytime. Anytime. Absolutely. If I'm here, I'll, I'll be happy to do it. Love it. Love Bill it. Krakenberger. Bill, appreciate a couple minutes. Thanks for stopping by. Excellent. Great stuff there on the NFL, on the world of handicapping. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.